Father Time waits for no one. Fear not what might not be, but focus on what could be. Own your destiny. Command your future. Know why you are meant to succeed. I want to welcome everyone back to another week, another episode of The Why Behind You. For those of you that don't know me, Jason Marcel here. Thank you for tuning in. And thank everyone else that are repeat listeners that come back each and every week. So this week's topic, I wanted to jump into a little bit of a more of a discussion as opposed to the traditional format that we have uh, followed and talk about your net worth. And one interesting part about this is as we think about net worth, when we traditionally talk about how do we build net worth, we're talking about from financial means and what have you. But, you know, what is net worth? If you think about it in a traditional format, net worth is the value the assets a person or corporation owns minus the liabilities they owe. So in a traditional sense, if we're talking about how do you build net worth? Taking the first steps to increasing your net worth will require you to wipe away your debt. And that net worth is equity minus that debt, as we just alluded to. So lowering the debt naturally increases your net worth. But in order to do that, you have to make smart decisions. You have to, once again, eliminate your debt. You also have to make smart investments. And those are some pretty key things that need to take place in order for you to increase your net worth. So if I was a financial guy or an investor, that's what I would do. Well, let's take that same concept and let's think about that as you are the stock. Your individual person and being, you're the stock that's being evaluated. And what is your equity? So each and every one of us, as we are progressing within our careers, we are progressing each and every day in our individual development. We are trying to increase our equity. Many of us want to climb the ladder within our profession or climb the ladder within our corporation. Some of us want to stay where we are, but just get better at doing what we do. But at any point in time, whether you're trying to make it to the C-suite or you're trying to be the best employee that you can be, you have to ask your question, ask a question to yourself of how do I increase my equity? How do I increase my value? How do I increase my net worth? And as I started thinking about the concept of value, how do you place value on any given thing? As you look at trying to purchase something, some people love cars or love watches and they place a huge amount of value on that because of what it represents to them. And they're willing to pay a certain level because of the value that they put into that or the value that that holds for them. Now, when you take the flip side of that and you have someone that doesn't place much value in a given entity or stock or, or monetary item, then they weren't, aren't willing to pay as much for it. They aren't willing to invest the energy to get it. They aren't in, in, interested in investing the resources to, to, to obtain it. 
So value is, at the end of the day, independent. And it's all about what that person or that entity sees in that item or that equity, right? So what is value to you? So the value of something is measured by how much you're willing to pay for it. I know that going out, I would not spend $100,000 on a car. Not that I could. But even if I could, I wouldn't. Because to me, a car serves a certain purpose. I want my car to look nice. I want it to perform a certain way. But I don't have an interest in the price tag that comes along with it. But some people will. So it's all about the value. The value is always about what it means to you and the level of interest, the level of impact, the level of feeling that it gives you. And that's different for everyone. So as we talk about value and what value is to you or what value is to any individual that is assessing you or evaluating you, you know, you increase your value and you will see a direct impact on the increase in your net worth when you're talking about your career and your growth, because the more skilled you are, the more uh, positively impactful you are, which is probably not the best use of of language, but the more impact and the positive impact that you have on uh, individuals that you work around, the influence that you are able to shower and spread among your colleagues and among your, your customers, it adds to your overall net worth. But when we talk about, let's go back to what we said in the, in the beginning. All right. So what is net worth? It's maximizing your assets, mass maximizing your equity and minimizing your debts. So what are some of those debts? And we're not talking about in the financial monetary standpoint. We're talking about potential debts, things that weigh you down, things that hinder your ability to grow you, to increase your value, to increase your net worth. Time. Now, time is a double edged sword. It's it's twofold. Time can be your best friend or it can be your worst enemy. Time is the most valuable asset that we have. And we think about this, how poorly we manage time. I've said this in multiple discussions we've had before. I am terrible sometimes at getting distracted, at just needing that mental break. And then all of a sudden, I'm found that I've wasted more time than not. That can become a challenge. So if time is poorly managed, it becomes a debt. It becomes something that weighs you down. It's something that does not benefit you. It hinders you. As I've said, time is easily the most valuable asset that we possess, and it takes so little effort to consume and waste so much of it. How often do we say, I'll get to it later? In a minute. It can wait until tomorrow. And then tomorrow becomes tomorrow. And then tomorrow becomes the next day. And then the next week, and then all of a sudden you haven't done it. So before we know it, 10 other things have distracted us. And then we realize I still hadn't gotten back to what exactly I planned to do in the first place. So time is something that all of us feel we have an abundance of, but there's a lot of it that we continue to waste and time doesn't last forever. We all know that. But how good are we at maximizing our time and being more efficient in what we do? Number two, another debt. 
poor planning. When you talk about we're in a, such a fast-paced society and a lot of things, if we are really good at and we are unbelievably successful in certain ways or we feel we have such great talents in so many different ways, there are so many times that we don't plan for certain things properly. We kind of wing it, right? But that can only get you so far. There are certain times where that's going to come back to really, really haunt you. And it's going to be something that may present or position you in a certain light or a certain way. And then all of a sudden, you're wondering why your boss or your director or your colleagues don't feel that you're as strong or you're as great at doing things in a certain way or that you as strong are as strong of an asset to the team. So that can happen, right? Poor planning. And we're not going to be perfect at everything. And we're not going to always be spot on and great. But that's okay, right? As le at least if we are planning and being progressive and being focused in most of everything that we're doing, in those moments and times where we might have to wing it, that's okay. All right? You don't have to be perfect at all, at, at all things, all times. Number three, another debt feel like, you know, can weigh on you. Fear. We've talked about this before. Fear of trying something new. Fear of failure. Fear of change. Right? Fear of the acceptance by your other colleagues or your peers. What does that do for you? Does that stop you in your tracks from being that person or that individual that's going to jump out on a limb and try something different or new? Does that hold you frozen at a moment and again, time that is lost or wasted because of the fear of people won't accept what you have to offer or they won't listen to what you have to say or the fear of failure again or the fear of ridicule that I'm going to present something that's going to be completely scrutinized. Don't let those things hold you. Shed those off because people will think what they think regardless of what you do or don't do in some cases. And that's the reality of it. As you've, we've all heard growing up, you're not going to be able to please everyone. So stop trying. Probably something we all can relate to. And if you don't, then good for you. But another uh, area is toxic individuals in your circle. You know, we may sit here and think, well, I'll never be like this person. I'll never think like that person. I'll never do this. That, that, that's just not how I am. I accept them for who they are. But those slow micro aggressions, we'll say, slow creep that can continuously happen by being around negative mentalities and negative attitudes continuously get into the fold or the mix. How many of us have been in our current world of work and everyday life and you have someone that seems like at work a colleague at work that nothing goes right for them they can't get that promotion they can't get that that uh, production line um you know um upgrade or they can't get anything to fall their way but they're always feeling like look at this person here they always have everything handed to them they have an easier route or easier track and then the more you are around that type of mindset, those types of comments, that type of negativity, the more you start noticing those types of things. And it may not 
be to the degree that your colleague or your friend is. But you start noticing those things because you hear it all the time. Your mind subconsciously falls into that that process. Now, let's flip the script. Let's talk a little bit more about the investment in the stock or the investment in the equity, which is you. What are some things that help to build that net worth, help build that value, help raise your equity? As we talked about just a second ago, time can be your worst enemy or the wasting of it, or time can be your biggest uh, benefit. You could be the beneficiary of great time management, efficient, being more efficient, being more productive. And that's, that's a great thing. That's something that we can always work on every single one of us, because we're always going to have those moments of those settings that distract us, but that's okay. You talk about another investment or smart investment into you as a stock or an equity is your networking, your ability to network. I say this all the time, network with a purpose, understand why you're connecting with someone. Are you networking to gain insight and gain knowledge? Are you networking to be able to say, hey, this person can help me develop and grow and get to the next position that I want to get to? Are you networking just to say, I know a lot of people, but understand what your purpose for networking with any and everyone is and who knows you. I had a friend of mine tell me that one time I made the comment and said, man, there isn't anyone that, that you don't know. And he looked back at me and he said, hey, it's not about who I know. It's about who knows me. And that holds true in a lot of instances within our professional life and even our personal life. In the building of that network, and I've talked about this before as well, too, you talk about what helps to build your value, helps to build your your um, your 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 value and your network is. Networking with the right people, understanding that everyone that you try to connect with may not always be a champion or may not always be an advocate for you, but having those networks and those streamlines that are very tight to where those champions which are the people that are supporting your development and those advocates, which are the people that are fighting for your progress and your growth, having both of them in your camp and knowing who's who and being very transparent in in that interaction. Because, again, back to the point of who knows you when you have someone that is advocating on your behalf and that is fighting for you behind closed doors and that's pushing to put you in the right positions and the right situations to help elevate you, then you have to hold on to those connections. Who's positive or who provides a positive sphere of influence around you? Understand that positivity is just as infectious as negativity. If you're around people or around environments that are positive, that support you, that are uplifting, that are real with you, then those are environments that are going to keep you motivated and keep you driven to continue to push, 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 continue to be a better you. I always say my motto every day when I wake up is to make sure that I'm better today than I was the day before. Every single day in whatever way or whatever angle or 
position that is. I want to make sure that I'm a little bit better today than I was the day before. And when I take that attitude to work, when I take that attitude to everything I do, that helps to build my net worth. And the last one I'll say on the investment in you is it's a little bit of a different focus or point of view, but it's all around sacrifice. And I'll, I'll, I'll position it with you like this. Nothing in your life worth having will come free or easy. Nothing. If it comes too easy, that means it'll leave just as easy. There's going to be tough experiences, undesirable outcomes, and hard choices to make. But at the end of the day, that journey and that walk is going to provide you a level of experience. It's going to provide you with a level of understanding that when you make it to that point that you're trying to make it to, you will value that. You will embrace it with open arms and you're going to enjoy every second of it because you worked for it and the end result came. Famous Brazilian football player Pele once said, success is no accident. It is hard work, perseverance, learning, studying, sacrifice, and most of all, love of what you are doing or learning to do. We have to understand and realize that we're not going to love 100% of everything that we do. That's just not real world, not reality. We have to be honest with ourselves and understand that there are going to be hard times. There are going to be hardships. There are going to be hurdles and bumps in the road. But guess what? We will overcome them and we will continue to sharpen our, ourselves. We'll sharpen our blade. We'll become more and more proficient, effective, and great at what we do. And that greatness is what drives your value. And that value is what's going to drive your net worth. I'll leave you with these last few comments about overall, how do we show our value? Number one, be a part of the solution. Be one that's actually putting into the scenario, not someone that's always taking out. Number two, remember that time is money. And when you look at any company, any business, whatever it is, even if you are the sole owner of the business, you want to provide value, but you also want to be able to show that you matter. Be smart and understand about the business. That's number three, be smart. Understand your role, understand your place, understand how the business works, understand how you can impact change. Number five, be confident. Not only in your skill set and your ability, but be confident in the influence and the impact that you can have on those around you. Something that I have very, very much struggled with over time is number six here is don't be afraid to say no. As you continue to show your value and you continue to show your ability and your skill set, more people, more teams, more individuals will come your way and ask for your input, ask for your insight, ask for your help. 
But the one thing that you need to make sure that you don't do is allow yourself to be stretched too thin. Because then you become less effective. It's like shares being diluted. The value of those shares drops. So make sure that you understand it's okay to say no, but make sure it's the right thing you're saying no to and have a reason why. You want to be as effective and efficient as you can be to be able to provide and maximize your value. Next, get a life. And this is one that I absolutely struggle with. I put a lot of time, a lot of energy, and a lot of effort into my work, whatever it is, whether it's my everyday job, whether it's my podcast, whether it's working out. I put a lot of time and energy and effort into all of those things. But at some time, at some point, you have to allow yourself the ability to stop, to pause and step back, hit a little bit of a reset. Because the only way that you can be the best you that you are is to allow yourself time to decompress and allow yourself some time, some downtime. And if that's you going to read a book, you stepping away from work, shutting your laptop, not touching it until Sunday evening, Monday morning. Whatever that may be for you, spending more time with your family, your kids, your loved ones, whatever that is, make sure to do that because that allows you opportunity to disconnect from the everyday real world work environment and allows you to come back refreshed, revived and energized. And that's how you, again, put more energy and effort into being a better you. That's another way to provide more value to you and more value to your company or to your employees. If you own your own business, whatever the situation may be. The Dalai Lama once said, with realization of one's own potential and self-confidence in one's ability, one can build a better world. There are many different ways and different angles you can approach how you become a better you. There are many ways you can approach how to be a more efficient you and how to have more of a positive, wider sphere of influence with those around you. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you have to make sure that you take time to pause and understand your strengths, understand how you provide value and understand how you can be a better you each day after day after day. And at the end, There's no question about what value you provide because you can take a step back and you can look at your body of work. You can look at the influence and the energy that you have or you share with those around you. And there'll be no question about the value that you provide and and your net worth. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Why Behind You. I hope you were able to gain additional insight and perspective from this week's discussion. If you felt this topic was a benefit to you, please hit subscribe to this podcast and share this message with others that may benefit as well. Please feel free to email me your comments and suggestions at you at the why behind you dot org. I hope you have a great rest of your day and week, and I look forward to seeing you on next week's episode of the why behind you.